Welcome to the Three Martini Lunch. Grab a stool next to Greg Corumbus of Radio America and Jim Garrity of National Review. Three Martinis coming up. Three Martinis. And three Martinis are going to be one martini today. And I think the world could use a drink. Chad Benson in for Greg Corumbus. Of course, uh, he'll be back next week. Jim Garrity is always National Review is here as well. Uh, And... Man, jump into it. I've been telling people who, you know, I'm 51, Jim, and uh, I told my wife last night, uh, we're going to wake up in a different world. And I don't think a younger generation understands that, but we've now woken up to a different world with uh, Russia heading into the Ukraine. Yeah. And I could spend some time dunking on everybody who said, oh, this is just a feint. This is just a, you know, Putin is just saber rattling. He wants to win some quick and easy concessions. But clearly that was not the case. I think the other really horrifying aspect of yesterday, uh, you know, the news last night, if you're watching the live coverage on CNN or one of the other channels, is the degree to which this is not a limited incursion. This is not a small effort to take over the Donbas region or something like that. As of this recording time, this is a full-on attack, at least 16 sites and cities in Ukraine that were reporting explosions. There were reports of Russian paratroopers have already taken one of the airports outside of Kiev. Uh, They're attempting to cut off the Ukrainian forces. There are some reports the Ukrainian forces are fighting back very hard. But, you know, Putin is going for the kill shot. He wants to decapitate the Ukrainian government and establish his own regime. This is pretty much the worst case scenario, short of Russian forces uh, directly or indirectly, you know, accidentally attacking some sort of NATO forces on the other side of a border. But otherwise, this is about as bad as it gets. We have awoken into a very different world and an indisputably much more dangerous world today, Chad. You know, one of the things that I've been talking about for the last several weeks as it's been ramping up is this is something we've never seen before, Jim, because while there was World War II and World War I, what I mean, we've never seen something like this before. The stuff that we saw, the people that saw those things, the, the newscast and the and the reels, those were somewhat staged. On the editing room floor was all of the bad stuff. It's not that way. This is going to be fought in a way where I was watching stuff today as their fighter jets scraping and scraping homes, kids screaming. We're going to see this in real time like nothing we've ever seen before, which is, it's scary hearing kids scream as fighter jets blow up their houses. Yeah, again, this doesn't get as, uh, again, this is about as bad as it gets. Uh, The idea, this looks like an attack pretty much all across the country. Right now, the, the best case scenario I think we can hope for is as much Ukrainian resistance as possible, making this more difficult for Putin and the Russian military to sustain and the idea of, you know, the Ukrainian government gets preserved and the territorial conquest is minimized. But I, I don't think there's a way to go back to the status quo. I don't think so either. Uh, and it made it tough to sleep last night, if you know yeah. what I mean. Yes. And, you know, uh, there's no easy way to make this transition. But I think it's worth uh, our listeners should know that if you love a great deal, you should be checking out my pillow. Now, when you click on the My Listeners page and enter the promo code Martini, there are more than 20 deals for you to choose from. You can get the My Pillows for as little as $19.98, slippers at 50% off, the My Pillow towel sets at their lowest price ever, just $39.99. 
You can get 60% off any Giza Dream Sheets with a price as low as $39.99 or a free book with the promo code Martini. You will find all these offers and more at MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener square and use the promo code Martini at checkout or call 1-800-874-0104. Right now, every order using the promo code Martini will receive Mike Lindell's new book, What Are the Odds? From Crack Addict to CEO for Free. Once again, that's MyPillow.com, promo code Martini, or call 1-800-874-0104. Everything is kind of the bad today with the invasion taking place. Uh, and we made a promise, and the promise in 94 uh, was that we would be there. If you guys give up your nukes, let's make the world a safer place. Uh, several nations signed onto it, including the Russians. That didn't really go as well as people thought. Now it's like we're going to have this soft war, and the soft war is going to be sanctions. Uh, Jim, I'm sorry. He's not afraid of sanctions, and sanctions don't seem to, not A, it never deterred him, but the ones they're throwing at him now, they just seems like, what a joke. Yeah, this is deeply frustrating, and I I don't do this just to to you know kick around Joe Biden. I think there's been this fundamental misreading of Vladimir Putin, who he is, and what motivates him, and what uh, he considers to be important. They kind of the concept, call this concept mirroring, and just all winter long, we have heard pledges from Biden, Blinken, Kamala Harris that these are going to be swift and severe sanctions. Uh, this, you know, at one point, Harris said these were the greatest sanctions, if not the strongest, that we've ever issued. And then when they finally unveiled them uh, earlier this week, and they, they said, we're going to do them in tranches, right? They're going to be, some are going to be immediate, and then some we're holding back for reserve, which is, doesn't sound very swift and severe if you're saying, well, we're going to hold back, maybe do some later. Um, you know, by and large, there are a bunch of steps they haven't done. They did do some of the banks that are closest to the Russian government, but the largest Russian banks are untouched, at least for now. Uh, no sanctions on Russian oil, Russian oil and gas exports. And I suspect that's one of the reasons that Putin felt like he could get away with this now. No restrictions on U.S. exports towards Russia, semiconductors, semiconductor production equipment, things like that, that Russia really needs. You know, back in 83, after the shooting down of Korean Airlines Flight 007, the U.S. banned Aeroflot Airlines from flying into U.S. airports. Uh, could do that. They aren't doing that. Could kick out the kids of Russian oligarchs and Russian government officials from U.S. universities. Haven't done that yet. Uh, we haven't done the usual move. Usually the U.S. has a good sense of who's the spies in the Russian embassy. And sometimes you symbolically yank their passports and say, you've got X number of hours to get out of the country. And then, of course, the Russians retaliate, throwing out a bunch of our guys. But we haven't even done that yet. So it really feels underwhelming. And the other thing is, is that if you wanted to do this as a deterrent, I really think you needed to make the Russian people feel this economic pain beforehand. Because by the time, once the invasion happened, it's too late. Putin feels like his country can endure this. It's 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 crazy. And again, you know, he's been very quiet and he's going to give his speech today. I don't think anybody is thinking there's going to be anything behind it. And you're starting to hear more voices out there from other nations that are close by wondering, are they next, including some uh, some NATO allies? Uh, but if we're not going to go hard with these sanctions, then what's going to stop China from going in and grabbing Taiwan? Because a lot of people are looking at China and thinking to themselves, you know, if the sanctions are awful, this hurts my bottom line. I'll abandon Putin because she cares about G. Uh, I mean, if he's got to be sitting there laughing, going, man, these guys are a waste. They're not doing anything. 
Yeah, I mean, you know, I've, I've heard a couple of people in the last you know weeks and months saying, "Why should the U.S. care about this? This is a fight between Russia and Ukraine. It's not our business." Well, I mean, first of all, you're going to see it at the pump uh, this weekend. Uh, this is you know, oil is now I think past 105 dollars a barrel. Uh, you're going to see this in terms of refugees flooding into other European countries, and you're going to see this. I think China is watching this and and you know very carefully and contemplating, seeing how does the West respond to territorial aggression and looking rather hungrily at uh, Taiwan. Uh, finally, just the last thing. It, also, by the way, every country is now looking at this and seeing the lesson, as you mentioned, of Ukraine giving up uh, access to nuclear weapons. I think every country that isn't in NATO is going to say, if you want to keep your borders intact, if you want to not get invaded by some other country, the only effective deterrent you have is a nuclear weapon. So this is going to set up a nuclear arms race all around the world. So you add all this stuff up, this is going to affect Americans, and this is going to make a more dangerous life, uh, a more dangerous fact. Oh, by the way, we haven't even gotten to the prospect of cyber warfare. You know, right now, Russia is throwing everything it's got at Ukraine. There is no guarantee that this is not going to eventually spill over and end up affecting the systems, computer systems in other countries. So big mess. This is the sort of thing you'd like to see everybody throwing everything they got as of this recording time. It sounds like several European countries, including Germany, do not want to bar Russian banks from SWIFT. Uh, this is the international, basically, this is how banks move money across borders. And it's been a, we, we did this against Iran back a couple of years ago. It's probably, it's kind of like the biggest and most effective financial sanction you can really apply to a country. And it really makes it tough to move any money in or out of the country. It can really hit the economy, really hit the markets. Right now, Germany doesn't want to do that. And I'm just sitting here thinking, like, we're witnessing the biggest land war in Europe since 1945. What do they need to see before they say, okay, yes, we should kick Russia out of SWIFT? Mushroom clouds? I mean, like, that. there's there's not much more Russia can do. And it's just utterly, uh, it's just a, a th- I, I regret to, you know, share this with listeners, but it's a thoroughly depressing uh, edition of our podcast today. Absolutely. You know, I I don't get the fascination that so many conservatives who have a disdain for Biden and this kind of weird love affair with Putin at times. Trump said something yesterday. Look, he took a whole bunch of land, some of the most important land in Europe, and he did it for two dollars of sanctions. You can say in many ways that's true. And it's not just us, by the way. I have said this. This has to be a collective group. And that's my fear with NATO, Jim, is if something did go down, you're going to get the French and Evers who are like, yeah, you know what? I don't know. if It was a good thing a while ago, but, ah, you know, it's not us. And, And I just don't feel like, I mean, to be honest, it feels like it's all there for the taking at this point. Yeah. There's a line between, I, you know, I don't know who would necessarily call Putin a genius. If you don't want to call him smart, because I think Lawrence O'Donnell of MSNBC was objecting to that, then let's just observe like Putin is shrewd. He is opportunistic. He is ruthless. I think if you're looking at Putin clear-eyed, he is a guy who has, um, whether or not he's smarter than the average Western Democratic leader, I think you can say that he is gutsier. I don't mean, you know, I don't mean that to praise the man. He's a thoroughly evil man. But Putin has basically, for the last 25 years, has said, I'm going to do this. What are you going to do to stop me? And pretty much every step of the way, the West has not done something that has been severe enough to make him feel scalded, to make him feel, oh my God, I don't want to do that again. Boy, that that turned out badly. And I think we're seeing the really bitter fruits of that dynamic for the past two decades or so. Absolutely. It is going to be interesting indeed. Chad Benson and for Greg Grumas will be back on Monday. We'll do it again tomorrow. The three martini lunch. You want to join us and, and follow us along the social media world. Jim, how do they get a hold of you? 
uh, at Jim Garrity, where I'll be tweeting all day long. Uh, also at National Review, I'll be writing all day. And apparently I'm going to appear on Megyn Kelly's program later today. So if you listen to her, great. And, uh, you know, but the news cycle is always changing. So we'll see what happens. Right on. And follow me at Chad Benson Show. Three Martini Lunch. Uh, it was good to, to do today in, in bad news of delivering. Hopefully tomorrow we'll have better news. Uh, you have a good one, Jim. Thanks. See you, Chad. Hey, guys, it's Mock and Daisy from the Chicks on the Right, and we're excited to tell you about our podcast, the Mock and Daisy Common Sense Cast. If you've been stressed lately with the information overload on social media or just don't feel like anything in the news makes sense anymore, don't worry, because we're here to clear things up. Every week, we discuss topics like cancel culture, national crisis, what's happening to our new generations. And if you're just plain tired of people trying to tell you what to do or how to live your life, we tackle that, too. Find out more by going to our website, chicksontheright.com, or start listening on the Apple Podcast app, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. Don't forget to leave a comment or review and subscribe.